Webmaster Radio helps you to find your inner peace and help you discover the key to success. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, it's time to find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask and earn the rewards of your good karma. And now Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey, everybody out there listening in podcast land and in the IRC chat room. Welcome back to another excellent show for all you internet marketing newbies or you old dogs trying to learn some new tricks. Today on the show, we have Todd Malakot, a.k.a. Stunt Double, who is going to be here chatting with us about link development. He started back in SEO in 2002, and he's been with... um, some companies now he's with uh, We Built Pages, and he just eats, sleeps, and breathes this internet marketing stuff. So, Todd, how you doing? Hey, Greg, pretty good. So, we got a lot on the plate. Let's uh, dive right into it because whenever you're talking links, it's you know pretty much a nonstop discussion. Yeah, I love love talking links. Talk them all day long, <laughs> at the conference or on the radio or wherever. It's it's uh, one of my favorite topics for sure. Excellent. Um, so how much weight of links versus content in the search algorithm would you say there is? Um, I, I don't think it's really one or the other. I kind of uh, think they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, Lee Auden posted something just a couple days ago that, uh, as I was thinking about this, um, thought was quite pertinent, was that they're kind of a yin and yang kind of thing. They, you know, the, content, or the links follow the content. Um, so it's not really one or the other per se, but you, you could rank with, you know, there's plenty of thin affiliate sites out there with very little content, but if you're producing good t- content, that's going to help ease the, the link development side of things. So I think it's they kind of go hand in hand, and, uh, you know, both is better for sure. I don't think you can ever have enough of either. Oh, very true. You know, with um, if you have a lot of content on your site, you can build up your internal link popularity, and as you say, you're also making your site a lot more attractive to people to link into you. Even if you're soliciting those links, you got to give them something of value, really, to uh, to make sure that they're going to want to link to you. Yep, definitely. Um, how would you place the valuation of text links? Um, I think this is one of the things that gets off, you know, overlooked so often is the the valuation of text links. You know, to me, it's so fundamental to everything SEO. And whenever I'm talking with someone or training someone on, you know, doing their SEO or developing the strategy for their SEO marketing, um, I, I try to put this right at the beginning of everything so that they have that fundamental understanding of just what that huge, immense value is to um, to their site rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know some of the things to take into consideration when you're placing a value on a link, um, I really try to train people to say, hey, put some kind of dollar value, some kind of monetary value on any link that you're looking at, um, whether no matter what you're getting it for, to you know, kind of you know, whether it's five dollars a month or five dollars lifetime or uh, whatever it is, to you know, kind of equate it somehow to monetary value. And I think in order to do that, you need to look at things like um, how old the site that it's going to be on is, uh, right? The the theme of the site, uh, the industry that it's in. Obviously, you know, in some of the higher dollar industries where pay per click costs are higher, uh, the value of those links is, is much higher. 
Let's see, probably the number of outbounds on the page, if the page is cached or not. Uh, make sure it's passing rank. Uh, there's really, you know, so many variables that go into that. I think it's something that you really got to review constantly, whether you are a uh, newbie or an old dog, as you say. Yeah, it's sort of what keeps us in business, but it's always changing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a pain sometimes, but I tell people that's uh, just like you said, what keeps us employed, for sure. Yeah. Um, and also, whenever you're chatting about links, you have to be mentioning the nofollow tags. Yes. Um, and, and even along with those is the, the JavaScripts and the redirects. Oh, you really true. want to make sure that they're, they're passing that value, for sure. Um, one of the ways that you can kind of look out for those nofollow links is um, in Firefox, you can kind of install a little something. Uh, Matt Cutts posted on it, actually, of a nice little handy... CSS hack to uh, point out when there's a nofollow on a, on a link. Um, so if you search around on Matt's site there, um, maybe somebody can drop a URL in the chat room, but if you search for like nofollow Firefox extension on Matt's site, um, you get the little hack of how to... Yeah, there's actually about four or five of them out there. Is there? Okay. Some of them will put a strike through a nofollow link. Others will shade them different colors, things like that. Um, yeah, Matt actually was commenting on it, I think, just because um, some of the uh, old-timers don't like looking at his site at all because his site is all nofollow links. Right, <laughs> right. So whenever I go to his blog, it looks really ugly on my page. <laughs> and when all I'm those links know, that we don't rating, I don't want to be on ugly sites. I want to go to where the sites all have, you know, they don't have nofollows. Because no follows are not a friendly thing at all. Yeah, and they really, I mean, unless they're passing along click value, if you're buried someplace with a no follow, there's really no good, no goodness to that for sure. Yep, definitely. What importance do you place on page rank? And when we're talking page rank, we're talking about toolbar page rank because we don't know what the real page rank is. Right. Um, it's it's kind of one of those catch twenty twos with the SEO. You know the. The whole text link economy almost sprang up based around toolbar PR. And, you know, a page rank four was worth $20 a month and a page rank five. And you could really do that, that text link valuation almost based on page rank back when, you know, that was the, back before they started devaluing and started putting all kinds of other. Yeah, when it was actually accurate information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So before they started misinforming us, then, um, you know, that was much more important. Uh, now I kind of. I still explain it to people because as you're explaining to someone link popularity and how every link is a vote, it sometimes helps as kind of a baseline, a baseline kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So as I, whenever I train a link developer, um, I kind of mention the contradiction of page rank mattering. So you, you kind of have to explain that, hey, on one hand, it doesn't really give you any kind of good valuable information. But on the other hand, if you see that a site has page rank, at least that's a very low-level indicator that there's some kind of link popularity there. Um, so it's just something to look at quick. It's just kind of a litmus test for, hey, is there any kind of link value here? Um, if you can stand having the toolbar installed or do it in Firefox and don't get tracked as much, I guess, uh, then I think there's, there's some value there, but uh, it's much less than it used to be for sure. Yeah, and also when the guys um, started playing around with the 301 redirects, so that way you could take a garbage site, but, you know, 301 it to Google, get a PR10. <laughs> right, yeah, you can get a PR10 link for 10 bucks now or something. 
Yeah, you know, and it's not a real PR ton. It's just people have figured out how to make their toolbar full of green. Yep. So, you know, buyer beware, and if something's too good, you definitely have to look into it from the link world aspect. Yeah, and, you know, when you do see those things, like I said, just kind of a, a low-level thing to, to validate that that's actual page rank and not just, you know, phony pixel dust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're trying to find these things, another good thing to chat about is the cache. You know, the cache when you're in the search engines and you're looking at the SERPs. Um, you know, it's still a good thing, you know, when I'm looking at it. I love looking, seeing what information that people are showing to search engines. For sure, yeah. Uh, you know, if they're doing, if they're user agent cloaking or something like that, you might get all kinds of uh, interesting different stuff if they have their cache turned on. So you might see that they're actually, you know, cloaking off your links or something. Uh, you can find stuff like that. You can find um, all kinds of interesting stuff in the cache, like you said. Uh, yeah, another important the thing is the ones, date on it. Right. Some of the sneakier ones are throwing in no follows in the cloak. So it's near identical. Um, but unless you look at the cache on the search engine, you know, and you're, you have the no follow highlighted with Firefox, you're never going to pick that up. It's amazing what people pull for a little bit of link, little bit of link juice. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it really it can get into a cutthroat neighborhood. Man, um, but you know, with all these great things, we're going to be taking a quick break. Stay, everyone, stay tuned. We got Todd, aka Stunt Double, on the line talking about link development, and we also have a huge prize announcement coming up. Okay. It's not a simple thing. This is a big thing with a big dollar value associated with it. So everyone stay tuned and listen to our fabulous sponsors. From WMR Studios, from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next up now is Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in his laugh out loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX4. Excellent. Check out Next Up Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. 
Stan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now, here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. we got a great one lined up here because we're chatting about links, and we all know without good links, you can't be ranking in the engines. You know, content is very key because without content, you have nothing to convert the users, but without links, you have no ranks. So back to the yin and yang, let's be talking about our yin of links. Todd, how we doing? Balance is so great with the uh, with the site or with the show theme, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like that little tie-in that you throw in there. You know, the whole yin and yang for the good karma going you know, on here. Like I said, I got to give credit to Lee. That was that was his baby there, but uh, found it very <laughs> fitting. Um, so back to the link discussion because people in the chat room are foaming at the mouth for any tips we can throw their way. Let's um, take a moment, chat about image links or text links. Yeah, um, one of the big things with with your internal, and I think you, you know, it kind of ties in with internal anchor text, mm-hmm. um, is balancing the user experience with the bot experience. You know, you want to give the bots good anchor text, and you want to give your users something that's decent to look at. You don't want to stuff ten million anchor text links on a page. Um, so I think it's kind of a, another yin and yang thing, I guess, of balancing those two. So if you're using the image links, uh, one of the things I think I heard on Rockstars a while ago and had kind of noticed in the past was uh, the if you look at the cache version of the page and the text-only cache version of the page, it'll show that alt text as your anchor text. Um, so it's almost pretty similar there, and you can almost get a little bit extra in that alt text. Um, <clears throat> but I talk th- really fast here. We don't want people to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I go overboard on that one? Uh, it was Rockstars did it first, so blame them. <laughs> they really said that? Yeah, they really did. Jeez. All right, let's just move on, move on. Okay, so, yeah, you really Nothing shouldn't do image people. alt text, but um, <laughs> probably just put some anchor text at the bottom of your page. Yeah, you might rank a bit better. <laughs> That's all we're saying. <laughs> I think with it, with most cases, though, it's probably a good idea to have that stuff at the bottom of the page, to at least have some reasonable stuff at the bottom, some reasonable anchor text links at the bottom of the page, and mm-hmm. try to get some of those keywords in there, you know, throughout the site. Uh, you don't want to go overboard with those, but, you know, you can you can balance those with your image links for sure. Yeah, um, and I think people do like text links a bit more than image links, um, even though image links will give uh, value, but I think people like handling text links. It's a lot simpler. You know, it's very easy to see the anchor text you're throwing in there, it readily appears on the page, so people, I think, are a bit more comfortable with that. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. and you want to you keep your designers happy, too, and give them something to do, so they got to have you know, image links, too. Oh, man. I hate <laughs> dealing with designers. They always want to make things pretty and throw in excess code. Uh, imagine trying to do something that somebody would like to look at. Ah, so why? You're just going to throw a JavaScript redirect on it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not landing on your page. You're going to automatically send them over to your affiliate account, you know? So you were doing BMW, is that <laughs> <laughs> um, 
BMW's mistake, and this is the unofficial, you know, review I would give them, is I don't know why they risked their main domain, okay? Just be like everyone else and get, you know, burnable domains. But, you know, there's good points and bad points. When when you only get burned for a couple days, I guess, you know, it's not (laughs) not that big a deal either, right? (laughs) If I knew I was going to be back in in a week and a half, I probably wouldn't have a problem with putting up the big domain. (laughs) Well, it's also good link bait, which, you know, is another good thing when you're talking in the link realm. Um, We're going to get to that later. But doing things just to make people talk about you in the news and link to you, hey, it's not a bad way to go about it. For sure. Yep. Um, So now let's move on, because chatting about uh, text links, so continuing with that, the importance of getting the right anchor text. And for people that don't know what anchor text is, Todd, give them the uh, five-set definition of it. Sure. Uh, the, The quick definition would be when you have click here, and the click here is the anchor text. So what's between your href tags and what actually describes where you're going? So that would be anchor text. So click here would be an example of kind of bad anchor text. Good anchor text would be something that describes exactly what it's going to be, as well as incorporate some of the keywords that you're hoping to rank for. Um, so the importance of it would it is still hugely important. Um, it's been devalued a little bit where it, w- it was nice a couple of years ago you could just use your internal anchor text. And oh, yeah. Really go overboard with it. Just put those text <laughs> links at the bottom of the page, and boy, you were golden. Especially if it was a great big 100,000 page site. You put those run text anchor links in there, and you were just solid to rank for whatever. And uh, they, they've kind of toned that down a little bit, uh, but it's still a hugely important factor for sure. Yeah, it seems they really want a bit more varied anchor text, but they prefer it to be focused on one theme. Yeah, I, I think they're getting better at incorporating words. So, you know, if you're trying to rank for search engine optimization, you want to stick in Internet advertising and search engine marketing and search marketing and all the different variations that you can, in it. and it seems to help that way. Um, but just having some of the incorporated keywords and mixing them up is still very important. Yeah, worst case to do is to have 100% of the time it's saying, click here. Yes. Second worst thing is to have it say 100% of the time, search engine optimization. <laughs> you know, best case scenario is focusing it on search engine optimization, but including, you know, variances in there. For Actually sure. make it, try to fake out the engines and make them think it's organic. Yeah, uh, you know, you hear over and over, and I think uh, about a year ago or so, you just started hearing natural all the time. And everything had to be natural, and everything has to look natural, and everything has to be natural, except for we're still not. We're, we're just trying to be natural. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to determine, just like the engines are, of what is most natural and what is closest to, you know, if this was an un, unsolicited, non-commercial kind of marketplace, if it just existed on the web and there weren't SEOs out there after this, what kind of, you know, what would be ranking naturally and kind of going after that from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it might be variation percentage variations within a certain industry uh, for what kind of anchor text variation you should have. Uh, I actually, I think we'll get into the cool SEO tool a little bit later, but one of the one of the real cool things on that one is you can run the all in anchor command from Google. Uh, so you run all in anchor colon and then whatever the keyword is. Well, if you're, you know, top five or something for all in anchor, and you're not in the top ten in the natural listings, 
then you can see that you kind of went overboard with getting your keyword in there. Yeah. You have really too much anchor text. So you can kind of balance that based on your all in anchor ranking. Of course, I did read at uh, SEO Moz today that he's convinced that uh, they're they're kind of skewing that like they do page rank and links and everything else now. Yeah, slowly but surely, Google is rolling backwards the accuracy of just about all their tools. You know, it's um, not like what it used to be three, four years ago when they were very um, accurate with all of their tools. Yeah, it's, it's really a shame because it seems like Yahoo's doing almost just the opposite. They're they're really becoming pretty open with the Site Explorer, and I'm sure there there's still some discrepancies. But you know, Site Explorer was a big step, and they're they're pretty good about reporting links and everything else. Yeah, and Site Explorer is a good tool for using um, backward links. Um, but I would not use all of my link decisions based on that tool. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so we're talking about anchor text, and what's better than having focused anchor text? Um, having it on an important page, right? For sure. Uh, the quality of the sites is going to be huge. Uh, everybody's always looked at DMOZ and with the sandbox and everything else, or if there is an, or isn't a sandbox, uh, DMOZ has always been looked at as one of those trusted sources. Mm-hmm. I'm sure DMOZ is a great, it, it is a great resource. It does help. It's a trusted kind of thing. It's also corrupt as heck. We all know <laughs> it. <laughs> we all know that, you know, it's, it's really difficult to get your site in unless you're an editor or you know an editor or you can convince an editor some way to uh, put it's your site in. It's easier to apply to be an editor than to get your site listed. Exactly. And then, then you got to spend the time really to... Um, to look through your look through your category and handle your category and yeah. everything else, and at that point, it's just not really worth it. For you know, it's a good link, but there's other good links that are of equivalent value that you can get for a lot less hassle. But the one bonus about Dmas is, I would say it's probably one of the most heavily copied websites. So if you get a link from Dmas, fifty other websites will copy the Dmas data and give you that link. Yes, if you love those scraper links, then DMOS is the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't have said it better. If you love scraper, go to DMOS. <laughs> and the new DMOS, a lot of people are drawing comparisons to this uh, site, to DMOS, is the Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, the Wikipedia is great, and it's the same kind of thing of depending on what category you're in. Sometimes you can get a commercial listing or you can get something. If you're fairly relevant, you get in there and nobody bothers you. If you're trying to post in the search engine optimization, then, <laughs> no, even Danny Sullivan's a spammer. <laughs> yeah, Danny Sullivan labeled a spammer because he posted a link to his own site and to Webmaster World on the search engine optimization page. Now that's pretty poor research on the editor's part. Uh, really, <laughs> that made my year. It's really going to be hard to find something funnier than that. <laughs> a supposed expert wiki editor labeling Danny Sullivan a spammer. Classic. I love that stuff. That is amazing. So <laughs> you got those two as far as, you know, trusted links. But there's, beyond those, there's there's so much more, really. Mm-hmm. And there's even, a, you know, Yahoo could be considered pretty much a trusted kind of link, um, at least to, you know, Within Yahoo, maybe. Especially um, in Yahoo, i got to tell you. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely agree. And But even beyond those, there's there's so many more within each niche industry. Mm-hmm. And, and good places, the, the one place I always like to really find those is based on DMAS, so I guess you could do it 
from DMOZ, um, but the Google directory. The main reason I like the Google directory better than DMOZ is because it kind of ranks them by page rank for whatever that's worth. Um, so you can go through go through those sites and take a look and see who's kind of the hubs within that within that specific niche, and then those are your trusted links. So maybe you can't get from some of those. You go one step down and look at who's linking to them. Yeah, very true. And I mean, we complain that the toolbar page rank is not accurate, but it still is relative. Uh, you know, it's close. Yeah, so I mean, when you're looking at it in the Google directory, you're completely correct. You know, by just having it ranked by the Google page rank, you really can learn some pretty good sites to go after for links. Sure. You know. Um, and what other potential sites would you go for links? Um, like I said, the, the Google directory is one of my favorite places to start. Even the Google search results of just going through, and sometimes a good way to go about it is, you know, search for your terms or some of your broad terms and go down past the top 20 listings or so and just see who's down there in the rest of the results. And, and those are usually good, you know, people in the top 10 start to get snobby and, you know, they don't want to link to anybody anymore because they get spammed out by all kinds of automated stuff. So, but the people further down, they don't get hassled as much, so they're a little bit more receptive. Um, those are good places to go. And really how you search for, for the links mm -hmm. is, is the best place to do it, I guess. Um, it used to be you could do add site in your keywords, and add URL in your keywords. Well, now everybody knows those are you know knows those tricks are all kind of garbage, spammed out page pages, big old links, reci reciprocal links pages. Um, now you got to be a little bit more creative, um, and you can get so creative with the with your Google searches. Uh, it, it amazes me every once in a while when I get an IM from somebody of you know this great search they came up with to find edu links or to find whatever kind of links. And <laughs> if you think about the kind of links you want, you can craft a query around it. Yeah. Um, and the, the greatest example I like of that is um, the Google dorks. So the Google dorks are a bunch of hackers that use Google to find exploits and footholds and all that kind of thing. So in, in principle, I, I don't really agree with them, but their theory for creative queries is pretty interesting in my mind. Yeah, using the uh, keywords in quotes, so that way you're pulling up pages that have the similar keywords, also using the in-URL feature, um, you can really start getting some great combinations in Google and also Yahoo, you know, because remember they have different databases, so you'll get at more companies if you search in both of them. Yeah, uh, one, of the, one of the Google dorks things that I'll, that I'll throw out was um, actually got exploited as a, a virus worm kind of thing was the PHPBB thing. Oh, so yeah. I, I was actually going out one day to search for PHPBB mod rewrite tools or something to mod rewrite PHPBB. Mm -hmm. Well, Google's actually blocked that query now uh, for the most part, because, and you'll get an error if you search for PHPBB mod rewrite um, or some variations thereof. And it was basically because that was being used by these people to get a foothold because they had come up with this creative query that used Google to... Uh, Highlight the weakness. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's just because there is so much data, there's so almost an infinite number of ways to search for that data and find these weaknesses. Yeah, and, and the takeaway is, you know, they knew what they were looking for. They knew what information they needed and what they were trying to get, and they just crafted a query around it to, to pull back that information. Yeah, I mean, if you start finding pages that you want to get links on, start looking for similarities between them. 
you know, what search, what word phrase is repeated across them? Is there a similar URL structure? Things like that. And then you start crafting your queries around that, you know. Um, and also some people in the automated realm use dictionary files and really start going crazy. I'm sure you can get cr quite creative. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination. Yeah, I, I, I think that's where we should leave that it, one. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will add one more thing. Of uh, We have a tool out there to kind of automate that process for developers. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a quick little plug here. Um, it's webuildpages.com slash search. And what it does, I, I'm a real big fan of this tool when I go out and do it myself. So it's you know not just a plug, but it's by virtue of I use it as well. Um, and it's to do those queries. So if you do come up with a couple different lists, you have your list of keywords, and then you have, you know, like I said, it used to be add URL, add site, add whatever. Right. Um, if you come up with some more creative ones, some newer ones, um, advertising minus CPM or something, you know, come up with some creative ones based around that and then do your keywords, it will do all the combinations of those and spit out all the um, uh, links to all the search results. So you just kind of have a list of all the combinations, and you can go through them one by one, uh, save it locally. You've got kind of a web page of links that you can give to your link developer and say, here, go wild for a week. Yeah, you are one of the best resources I know um, that's generally available for everyone to find good tools. Yeah, we we really try that way, uh, just because you know you can't you can't work for everybody anyway, and there's so much business to be had in in our industry at this point mm -hmm. that you might as well help people out and you know make friends, and it fits right in with the theme of the show for sure. Yeah, if anyone has is looking for some interesting tools to play around with, go to stuntdouble.com and check out Mr. Ploppy. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, hopefully we can chat more about that uh, later on in the show. Yeah, and uh, I think after the break we got scheduled to uh, review the cool SEO tool a little bit, which is one of my favorites uh, for sure. Excellent. Um, so when you're requesting links, okay, we do the queries, we find all these great pages, and now we got to figure out how to get our links onto these pages. So sometimes they have a form that you can submit. Other times you need to contact them via email and request the link. What should someone say and what shouldn't they say? It's, you know, this is one of the hardest things of link development, and it's why it's manual and why you can't, you know, you can automate to a certain point, but you still have to pass the test of getting by a human. <laughs> you know, and, and a good site is going to have a good person behind it and a smart person behind it. Mm -hmm. so you're not going to get by a good, smart person at a smart site with automated junk. Uh, maybe on occasion, you know, maybe on, on their worst day, but for the most part, you've got to cater to the demographic that you're trying to get links from the same way that you'd cater to trying to get uh, dollars out of your customer's pocket. Um, so you really have to cater it to whoever the specific individual is. And the biggest thing there is to find something of value for them. So... It, you know, the traditional line of thinking is to create a resource and then tell everybody you're a resource and then have them link to you. Uh, so that, that works. Um, that's one way to go. That's probably among the more easy ways to go. Uh, then there was reciprocal linking, and I'll give you a link for a link kind of thing. Uh, now the, the reciprocal linkings are kind of gone, and people don't believe that you're a resource anymore. Um, so you really have to find something around that. So you really have to start a relationship. And uh, way back when, I think Mike Green said, you know, 
uh, asking for a link is like asking to do business, and that's really what it is. You have to uh, create a business relationship with them and have something of value to offer in return. Uh, so one of the one of the ways that some uh, sometimes I go about it, or other people go about it, is to find a you know dig through whoever site it is and find a place where they have a broken link and mm-hmm. just go to them and say, hey, you got a broken link here, and drum up a dialogue. And then you know, talk about the site and ask for a link if it's if it's worthwhile. It takes you know, it takes longer. It takes longer to build a relationship, um, but at the same time, you have uh, other resources, and often webmasters have more than one site, and it's just good to know people. So. Yeah, very true. Um, you know, the broken link one. Um, I haven't tried that one out, but af- right after this show, I'm going to be trying that one out. <laughs> Uh, Zenu, I should add to that as well. Um, Zenu links loose there is, is one of the handy tools for doing that. Yeah, I find it's easier for me to um, offer to be a guest writer on their website because people always love free content. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, there's so many news sites and article sites in every industry. You know, our the SEO industry is ridiculously notorious for just all kinds of content sites. You know, you could go and volunteer to write at 10 different sites tomorrow if you really wanted to crank out a bunch of SEO articles. Um, and and at, at, on every one, you get a nice Twitter link and a couple, you know, a couple shout-outs to whoever, mm-hmm. and, and you're good to go. Yeah, and even with sites that are not article websites, you know, let's say it's a manufacturer site or whatever, they're looking for content. You know, they if they knew how to make content, their site would already be bigger. So if you can come up with relevant-related content, they're going to love you, and they're going to let you keep your links embedded within that content. Yeah, and it's a good place to note, too, of back to those fundamentals of putting the value on the link. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you have a dollar value on that link, you know that this wonderful site that's a resource and is going to pass all kinds of Google juice to your site is worth $50 a month if you were to pay for it then you can spend a little extra time crafting an email or deciding to write content or deciding to dig through their site and get to know them. Um, it, once you know that high value on that link, it, you can spend a little bit more time and you can realize that, hey, this, this one's worth you know, slowing down and going after here. Yeah, definitely. And also when you're buying links, it's for generally one month or a quarter or a year. But when you're providing the free content or when you're contacting someone about a broken link and saying, by the way, this is a broken link, but here's my site and it says the same thing, those links are going to be there forever and they're always going to be free. Absolutely. So a much better return, even if it's a bit of a bigger investment up front, you know, you spend 30 minutes of your time or you, you know, just hire some minimum wage people to handle this stuff for you you're going to be getting better quality links, and these links are going to survive a lot longer. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're going to be headed into our next commercial break to listen to our fabulous sponsors. And when we come back from the commercial break, we have a big announcement on a prize giveaway. So everyone stay tuned. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and Internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect, and do business. Use banners? 
buttons? Sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community. And hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make... Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated on Automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is always proud. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com Turning your future into a fortune. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now, here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're here chatting about links, and we have Todd Malcott, a.k.a. Stunt Double, on the line. And, Todd, we're going to take out a few minutes right here to announce a big project we have just launched with Webmaster World. Um, I gave you a little heads up about it, and now I'm going to be announcing it to everyone listening out there. If you like for everybody else. Yeah. Um, if you like what you're hearing on Good Karma and you're looking for more Internet information, what's a great way to get more information? Attend a conference, right? I love conferences. Todd, you love conferences? Yeah. Yeah, always a good time. Just so much information to be had. You can't learn the same stuff online that you can learn at a conference. Exactly. But if you're a newbie or, you know, you're just um, a little bit busy with other stuff, you might not be ready to be dropping down for the big money ticket because these, the registration costs for these conferences are getting big and because the information is just becoming more valuable every year. You know, so therefore, what we're going to be doing is announcing the first ever Boston PubCon contest giveaway. I'm going to be telling you the section in Webmaster World, and I'm going to be telling you the name of a member. You have to go to Webmaster World, find that section, find that member, and find what is the title of their thread. Then head over to goodroi.com slash goodkarma and submit that answer along with your contact information. You have a week to do it, so if you're listening on this on podcast, don't worry, you have up until next Wednesday to get the answer in, okay? Next Wednesday after that, on Thursday morning, I'm going to look at all the right answers, and then I'm going to randomly pick one, okay? Um, and then I'm going to announce it on next Thursday's show. Now, because we love you guys so much, Todd, we're not giving away one. How many are you giving away, Greg? We're not giving away two. Not we're not two. giving away three. We're going to do this for four weeks in a row. So 
This is going to be week number one clue. Next week, I'm going to say the winner of week number one. And we're giving away one full conference pass to the 2006 Webmaster World PubCon in Boston. I've been there before when it was there four years ago. It was a great time. I loved it. I'm looking forward to going back there. And now you guys can have a chance to go back there with a free full conference pass. Kind of cool, eh? Very cool. <laughs> so later on in the show, we're going to be giving the information. But that's the uh, contest. If you have any questions, feel free to go over to goodroi.com slash blog. Um, I posted up the details there. And the contact form is goodroi.com uh, slash goodkarma. Okay? So those are two places you go to. Find out the details. Submit your answer. You can submit every week. Have fun. Good luck. And we all want to see you there at Boston PubCon, the great conference for Internet marketers. Definitely make it. I, I suggest that to everyone I come across that's just getting started, or even if they've been in the industry a few years and haven't been to one, it's really like you don't have the full experience until you've been and talked to, talk to the people that you work with and do business with face-to-face. Yeah, and this PubCon, it's, what I love about it is the Webmaster World conferences are a lot more varied, okay? Ad tech is great for the advertisers and the affiliate marketing, but they don't have the smaller aspect, you know? And SES, they're great with the corporate side of things, but they're not the most, um, um, you know, again, the smaller. Whereas Webmaster World, they have all the flavors of the world represented at one place. It's great. Yeah, I've really got my cultural experience, uh, as sad as it is to say, from all the people worldwide at, at Webmaster World shows. And uh, they're definitely the most approachable people in the world, too. We're all there for the same thing. We're all there to talk SEO and talk about Webmaster issues. And everybody's just so friendly and approachable. You can just walk up to a, con- and walk up to a conversation and jump right in any conversation anywhere, and uh, someone's always willing to uh, have a good conversation with you. Yep, and if you need any tips on how to handle these conferences, we um, had a great call with uh, Thomas last week, and that's in the podcast archive, so people can go in and listen on tips on how to introduce yourself and talk with the experts there. Very cool. Thomas is the uh, conference guru for sure. Oh, yep. But now back to our show here. We're talking about links, and when you're talking about links, you got to be talking about cool SEO tools. Oh, it's my favorite. I just love this one. It's kind of the evolution of an old tool that I used long before I was ever at We Build Pages just for pulling information, real baseline information. Uh, so when I somebody new calls or I'm deciding if I want to work with a client or they're deciding if they want to work with us, this is the first thing that I jump in and take a look at. And I'll drop the link here in the chat room. and uh, It's just at webuildpages.com, and then if you click on the free free SEO tools, it's uh, cool. webuildpages.com slash cool-seo-tool. And uh, just run your site and your keywords through there, and there's some really incredible information that you'll, you'll pull out of it. Not really anything that is too extraordinary, but just tying it all together in one place is really the big, the mm-hmm. big value in it. Um, it's going to show you your, the size of your site, the number, you know, where you're ranking in Google, Yahoo, and MSN. The size of the site, so the number of pages indexed in Google and Yahoo, uh, the links to the specific page, the links to the specific domain, the all-in-anchor rank, and then the age of the URL. 
So between those handful of variables there, you can really get a good idea of what the competition in the industry is like. You can and get a great idea. Yeah, you tie all <laughs> that information together, and boy, you just got you know the half the magic formula there. <laughs> you know, obviously you got to dig deeper on some of the issues, but um, you can yeah, then really swap get out logos and call yourself a consultant. Exactly. You know, anybody who got it out there, anybody can be a consultant. So, and like I said, I'm guilty of it. Before I was ever here, I used the, the free apps, the free tools, and, uh, and they're they're a lot of fun. And you can pull information whether it's for your site or for clients or for whatever. Yeah, um, in the spirit of good karma, you yeah, know, exactly. giving back to the community. You, you can't work with everybody, like I said. And if somebody comes to me and you know they got a good site, they're working hard on being a webmaster. They're going to conferences and they're learning. You want to, even if you can't do something for them, you want to give them something that they can do something for themselves. And uh, and you know, it comes back. It comes back to you. It's the good karma thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, never underestimate the good karma, because with the good karma, you do something nice, people are going to be treating you well. If you don't do something nice, you're going to be having a bad time, and it's you know, dark clouds always going to be following you. You know, like you know, your competition having a bad time about it. Yeah, I mean, every all the larger companies, and I won't single them out, but they like to make it make people impressed that it's all cloak and dagger, secret SEO stuff. And really, a lot of it comes back to the content and to the links. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never going to have enough content. You're never going to have enough links. Uh, there's, there's basics and fundamentals around SEO, and it's not cloak and dagger stuff. It's not, you know, secret behind the scenes, you know, Hey, if I can uh, make a few bucks, um, it can't be that hard, you know? Exactly. (laughs) It's not rocket scientists. We'd all like to think we're we're so smart and wonderful, but uh, anybody can do it. It's just hard work and a lot of of work and learning and understanding. Yep. And before you had mentioned also the uh, Yahoo Site Explorer. Yeah, this is one of the newer ones we kind of talked about. Um, It's just a more reliable way to get links or more reliable way to track your links. Mm-hmm. Um, and just look at where your competitors are getting backlinks. So you plug your competitors in there, and you see that, hey, they're getting backlinks from X, Y, and Z, and you, you contact those sites and see if you can too, uh, whether it's advertising links or whatever kind of links. Uh, that's, you know, we talked about the places to start when you're link hunting, and that's definitely one of the first places uh, to start in a lot of industries is look at what your competitors are doing and where they're getting the link love and uh, try to get some love in yourself. Yep. Um, also, um, you know, when you're getting these links, got to be talking about the link aging because it's a factor that I don't think enough people are aware about. Yeah, the the link aging is tricky. Um, there's there's a lot of speculation without going too far into the sandbox and everything else that that's really the kind of the effects we're seeing with aging and everything else on old sites and domains is really a result of link aging. And uh, it's very possibly true. I mean, it's kind of hard to isolate variables and stuff like that anymore unless you, you're cranking numbers and, and everything all day long. But if you're listening to the right people and watching the people that are smart and uh, really paying attention, it's a fairly valid theory. I think that uh, link aging came into play, you know, I, I would guess two or three years ago, and we're still seeing result and effects of, of that link aging process. Yeah, and I'd say actually within the last year, it really has increased the importance um, because I've had more than a handful of sites that I had the same amount of links and they were the same quality of links as everyone else. So 
if you looked at our backlinks, you would say, yeah, we should all be ranking. And yet I was ranking really low, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, way down on the list. So because of that, I'm just like nuts. I'm going to spend my time on other projects, which, you know, makes me money. Six months later, all of a sudden, I start getting these affiliate checks. And I'm like, what's going on? I look at it, and a site that I've done no work on for six months is now ranking in the top five. You know, and that happened to me several times. So the only explanation I could get is, you know, the link's finally aged. Yeah, the, those links are like fine wine now. They just kind of um, get more more tasty over time, and uh, they amortize over time. Uh, I, I'm real curious as to if anybody out there knows, and maybe drop it in the chat room, and I'll go back and read it later, but speculation as to how long it takes those links to amortize, how, how long it takes them to receive their full value. You know, is it six months, is it a year when they get that full value and, and uh, then, you know, are passing completely? <laughs> Or, or do they keep on exponentially growing? Where two, no, three I don't years think they road? exponentially grow. I think there is a limit, and um, I think you are talking about an exponential scale because on day one you have almost no value. At the end of month one, you have a little value, and then once you start getting through, this is my personal experience. Month three, four, five, six, you start seeing real value. You know, but the difference between month one and three is a world of difference for sure you know and and that's kind of why we saw everybody kind of pop out of the sandbox at the same time i think mm-hmm. you know, there was people just popping at random and uh that was that was a big big part of it yeah. probably and it's not just a google thing i'll tell you i i see yahoo implementing this a lot more also yeah and it makes sense you know everybody gets on google about the sandbox and not letting new sites in but it, it's a quality control you know it, it keeps it newer sites the the odds that a newer site is not going to be as good as an older site, it, it's higher that an old site is going to be better than a newer site, for the most part. Mm-hmm. When, when you start crunching the numbers and everything else, it, it makes sense. It kind of ticks us off, but it makes sense. Yeah, and also if you think about handling all of that spam and unwanted links, if you age the links, you're giving people you know, one or two months to delete all that stuff. And without them, you know, people ranking, they're not going to be spamming as much. Yeah, it, it combats a lot of things, and I certainly don't envy search engineers at all for having to uh, take into account the commercial web. Well, their job is an interesting and challenging <laughs> one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, no, I wouldn't want it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, I prefer giving them a hard time than receiving a hard time. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give them a hard time, but certainly have a, a lot of respect for what they're doing. <laughs> so since we all want old links, how do you value bought links? Yeah, um, back to the back to the link valuation, I guess. Um, age is you know, going to be a factor there, not just how long the link has been placed, but how old that site is. So I would much rather get a, a link from a site that's been around since 96 than a link from a site that's been around since 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of one more thing to add to that variable criteria list of uh, val- evaluating your links. Um, you know, the anchor text, What we talked about the anchor text quite a bit, what they'll allow, you know, do you get 20 characters or you get 50 characters or you get um, even more than that. Uh, those things are all going to kind of play a part in the, the value of what that link is worth. Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, you just got to be careful about bot links because you have to keep on renewing them, especially if you believe in the link aging, you know? Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to, you know, earn, not earn them. I, I don't agree with, you know, right now I think uh, buying links is really coming under fire. Uh, and I it's really just another form of advertising. And without getting too deep into the debate, uh, it's easier to attract links than it is to buy them. Sometimes it's necessary to buy them, and there's different ways to go about buying them. Uh, but it's a heck of a lot easier to attract them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, long term for budgeting and everything else, it's just easier to do something viral to, like I said, we'll do link baiting in a couple minutes or so, and uh, it's easier to link bait someone and get some good links than it is to go out and just be constantly buying them. Yeah, and I mean, when you're buying links, there's definitely a lot of pitfalls, but there's also, if you're smart about it and you do it the proper way, you definitely will increase your traffic. Yeah, uh, I guess the one way that I would say definitely, if you're, if you're buying links, um, don't necessarily buy just a link. The, if you can get a whole page of content, that's one of my favorite ways. Mm-hmm. Go and buy a page of content off a site and, write, like you said, write an article for them and just plug your, a couple of your links in, uh, link them to deep areas in your site, you know, plug in four or five links to your favorite places on your site, uh, link out to a couple resources, and then you got a nice link neighborhood. Um, and then really, if you're buying that link, you can get that run-a-site text link uh, all pointing to that page of content. Yep. Um, and moving along, um, if you're going to be buying links, um, if possible, contact the site directly. You know, because if you're doing that, you're going to have, if you're smart about it, you'll be able to get a better rate, and then also you won't have, you know, Google being going in and causing you problems later on. It's a lot less riskier that way. Exactly. Yep. Well, we're going to be going into our final commercial break. When we come back from the commercial break, I'm going to give you the weekly clue for you to have a chance to win a free full conference pass for Webmaster World's PubCon 2006 in Boston. Everyone stay tuned. From WMR Studios, from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How are you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next up now is Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in this laugh out loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX for excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort Radiator Hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types... 
hooker, escort, hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now, here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're going to be wrapping up the show in a little bit here. We've been chatting with Todd, a.k.a. Stunt Double, about his excellent link knowledge and about how to be doing link development in the best way possible. Um, So right now, because we're doing the link show, the clue of the week Okay, for the Webmaster World Conference. Okay, thank you for that drum roll. That's what it really was. <laughs> Go to the link development forum on webmasterworld.com and tell me what is the title of Sugar Ray's post. Okay, Sugar Ray made a big post in the link development forum. Tell me what that title is of that thread. Once you know it, head over to goodroi.com slash goodkarma and submit it in that form. You have until next Wednesday to do it. If you have any questions about it, go to goodroi.com slash blog, and it's all written up there. Good luck, everyone, and we're next show we're going to be announcing the lucky winner of a full conference pass. Now, back to what we're talking about here because we already have an expert on the line. Todd, how we doing? I'm still here. And while you're there, definitely read that post, because it's an excellent post Ray did. One of the greatest things about Webmaster World is posts like that. Yeah, you know how excellent that post is? It's already been stolen and posted on eight different <laughs> sites. You know I, it's a good post when it only takes a day for scrapers, right? Yeah, I, I'm serious. Okay? <laughs> like I was actually chatting with Brett about it. He was like, yeah, I spent all morning going after the scrapers. <laughs> That's how you know the content is good. When that they is. don't even wait for it to appear in the search engines, they grab it before then. Ray has a knack for uh, rounding stuff up like that. <laughs> um, and in Ray's post, she mentions button pushing versus people pushing. So let's take a minute to quickly talk about that. Yeah, I really like the terminology. It's Kind of what we talked about a little bit earlier of, you know, automation versus relationship building. Mm-hmm. So sometimes automation is, you know, a good thing. Sometimes when you're uh, building stuff online, uh, your, your stuff to attract links, button pushing is great. Sometimes when you're requesting links in certain applications, button pushing is great. Uh, in some applications, building those relationships is what works best. So it really depends on what you're going after. When you're going after high-dollar affiliate stuff that there's all kinds of competition there, you're not going to be able to compete there with, with you know, the regular lines of people pushing. You know, there's nobody to push behind a, a thin affiliate site. Um, so when it gets into that, you've got to get into the technical button-pushing areas. Uh, so I think there's a place for both. Um, I myself have all I've been more of the people-pushing 
of, uh, you know, creating dialogue with people. And um, I think there's no, there's no karma with machines. <laughs> so you can't, you can't uh, automate karma. Yeah. That for, uh, well, that's about all the time we have for the show this week. So we have one, uh, one more minute for anyone posting in messages in the chat room. So far, our conversation has just about answered all of them. Um, except for one, um, and that one I'm going to ask you right now, Todd, so you're in the hot seat. Okay. question of the week is, is it bad to link directly to affiliate sponsors search engine-wise, or do we have to use landing pages, doorway pages? Sponsor-wise. Um, so if they're buying a link on your site? No, um, is it bad to link directly to affiliate sponsors? So I think they're talking about um, the affiliate programs. You know, stuff. to be on the safe side, I'd say mask your links. Mm-hmm. You know, the easiest way is to to know for sure is just to mask them or to not do it directly. Uh, I don't think in all cases there's probably some threshold there of do, linking to too many affiliate places. Uh, I, I'm not a, a super affiliate, so I'm not overly qualified to answer that question. Yep, and one thing we did mention before, but we didn't have a chance to go over, so... I just want to give you a minute. Link bait, what is it and how can people do it? Yeah, the, the quick 101 on link bait, basically viral marketing uh, for links. So we all know the value of links. We all know what they're worth. We all want more links. So we come up with ideas to get those virally distributed, to get people to pass our link around, to send emails to their friends, to their family. Uh, that that would be an example of link baiting. So creating a Ajax um platform for whatever, or creating a Google mashup of hotels and their ratings or something like that. Something of value to users that people are going to find interesting and pass around, uh, whether it's discussion, tools, whatever it may be. Yep. Well, thanks so much. And for everyone listening, definitely head over to webuildpages.com and check out their cool SEO tool. Also go to stuntdouble.com, check out Mr. Ploppy's tools, because Todd, um, you always have great stuff. There's just no other way to say it. Gotta love the tools. Yeah. Um, any final words? Uh, that's about it for me. Thanks for having me, Greg. Well, thank you so much. Everyone, stay tuned. we got a lot more content coming up today. And also, tune in next week to find out who the winner is and the next clue. So if you don't win, you have another shot. Bye-bye, everyone. It's a little pet peeve of mine, right? Go on the web and somebody writes up about me and they put web gorilla, as in the monkey. Not gorilla, like, you know, warfare, terrorist. We're gonna do the monkey. Hi, this is Greg Bozer. Do the monkey. A.K.A. Monkey Boy. Monkey, monkey. Sometimes I get a little pissy. That's alright. I gotta tell you, dude, he made you look like a good chimp. He did. Do the monkey. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're confusing me. Monkeypicks.co.uk Funny bastard, isn't he? I swear to God, if you play that promo one more time, (laughs) I'm publishing the photo. How much is that gorilla in the window?